We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Like, how did you know? She sent me a, a video. It was a Trumpkin. Yeah, it's a pumpkin that it just has a face it, and it kind of looks like Trump. <laughs> um, it wasn't, and it's at like, you know, Home Goods or Marshalls or something. And um, it's like a voiceover and it's like, excuse me, I need you to kill me. <laughs> I was turned into a pumpkin by uh, Crooked Hillary, the Wicked Witch of Nantucket. <laughs> I'm only fourteen ninety nine. Welcome to the Holy Hour, a podcast about sex, relationships, mental health, and everything in between. I'm Amelia Sanson, and I'm Liz Ball. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok at the Holy Hour. I'm on Instagram and TikTok at Amelia Sanson, and I'm on Instagram and TikTok at Liz Ball So Hard. You can also watch us on YouTube or listen ad free on Patreon at Patreon.com/slash/TheHolyHour. Check out our merch at theholyhour.com and email us your spicy stories at holyhourpodcast at gmail.com. Wow, we have everyone here today. The gang's all here. We got Amelia, and then in between Amelia and I, we have Grandpa, who is sitting so nicely He's for the camera, and then Gatsby just climbed into my lap. This is the best day of my life. We're all here. Honestly, I can't imagine a better day than... Oh grandpa's going he's like i have to say for a such a large cat he is pretty agile yeah i mean he like, has to be he would knock everything over in here you would think when he's jumping into your lap like it's gonna be dense but he's very like light on his feet yeah. I mean, like and he do- he almost levitates when he jumps up he floats like a butterfly stings like a bee he's got those norwegian forest cat oh, Muhammad Ali kitty Anyways, we're we're gonna do Muhammad um, Kitty. <laughs> anyway, what were you about to say? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was trying to think of if there was like an even more intense way we could combine those words. Meow Hamid Ali. Meow Hamid Kitty. That's it. We landed Can't, on it. Yeah. Oh, we're doing a mailbag episode. Yeah, but I had a conversation that I wanted to have before we jump into I also have like a couple ideas too, but those can wait for after the mailbags. Now I'm excited. A couple ideas that can wait. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, it's like Christmas. They're just thoughts that I've had. You know, sometimes yeah. you write down your pod thoughts. Oh yeah, I have a whole note going. Um, last night I was absolutely zooted, just like mentally preparing for the week. You know how that is. I do. Where you're just like catatonic and like have like the sense of dread for no real reason. Yeah. I'm like, oh well. 
I, I'm not like afraid of my job, you know, like it's not stressful. Yeah. And I know what I'm doing. So, but it's still like, you know, what's, I know what's coming as well. You're on someone else's time. Yeah. And that feels stressful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, anyways, and I was high as fuck. And then I just realized that my intense sensitivity is a gift. Damn. (laughs) And I, I was thinking that, well, I'm also about to start my period. So I'm especially like emotional, which I, I hate that like a uh, stereotype, but it's literally like the day before I'm just like, it's also I kn- not a stereotype. I mean, there's like so many things going on in your body, mm-hmm. you know, we've also talked about this, like uh, women with ADHD are more likely to have um, PMDD, mm-hmm. uh, which is like a type of dysphoria at some point. Like, yeah. A- anyways, I, I was like crying about just being sensitive and then i was also crying about that's so mad um (laughs) (laughs) i was also crying about uh like how happy i was and then i was crying about just just thinking about the book big cat little cat um oh and then and, and mr liz also was teasing me he didn't see my eyes water up though he was like uh teasing me about how i cry at Every time I read Big Cat, Little Cat, even though it's a children's book and it's like 10 pages. Um, and he said one of the lines from the book. And then I was like, <laughs> I need to remove myself. Did he know that you were crying? No. That's really, really funny. Uh, and then I also cried about. This sounds like cathartic. It was. I needed a big cry. Yeah. Um, I also cried about uh, the bench that says we were girls together. Like oh to my, my God. to my best friend Janice from Judy, we were girls together, and I was like, if you if you've seen that quote and that bench, oh my God, we were girls together. <laughs> that is <sighs> so what the fuck, man. Big. That's the only way I know how to describe it. It's such a big feeling. What the fuck, damn you! You had. You went through a lot uh, yeah. yesterday. So many. Good for you. So many high thoughts. Sensitivity. You Going back to the you crying about how sensitive you are. Sensitivity is such a strength. Yeah. It's so dope. Like meeting someone who's just like. I was reading about it and it was like people were saying like. Because I, I was like, how can I be less sensitive? I want to like. I want to feel a little bit less. And then someone. I was reading just like Reddit forums and someone was like, well, people who are highly sensitive also experience awe more. Mm. And that made me cry as well. I was like, that's so beautiful that I get to have like this big, like moving experiences often in my life. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's amazing. And then what else did I realize? Um, Well, when you're like a very sensitive person, like you're going to be the type of person who wants like the best outcome mm-hmm. so you're always like thinking of how someone else might feel does that yeah, make sense absolutely and i'm not gonna be that person who's like <laughs> i never put myself first and that's why i'm drained i yeah. think that's bullshit no, no. yeah i agree it's like you can you can take care of yourself while also like being good to other people yeah but um i think i was like trying to figure out how to be less sensitive because like um i like the news and stuff like those types of things just can really overwhelm me really quickly. Mm-hmm. There's this new sh- docu-series on Netflix that um goes to blue zones. This 
reporter is going to blue zones have you heard about these no what are blue zones they're like cities that have a really high number of people over 100 years old and he's like asking people like why they think that that area like has people that live for so long and one of the answers no well it's interesting because every culture has a different answer and there was um a place in I think it was like a little town in Okinawa in Mm, Japan mm -hmm. that was saying that they are able to stay. They, they think they attribute their like long life to only stressing about things that they can control. So they like don't watch the news. And I thought it was interesting because when you think about like American culture, when people are like, Oh, it's such a privilege, like a privilege to be able to step away from the news, you know, like, and that's true. But also then there are cultures in the world that are like, why would I burden myself with things that I can't change? So mm-hmm. they just like worry about the day to day in their own life and they attribute their long lives to that. And I thought it was interesting. I mean, yeah, you're like significantly less stressed. Yeah. And if they don't, uh, if they're not like doing the American grind where uh, now I'm going to get philosophical. Um, I saw something that is like uh, people, we, we, we don't, we're stuck doing jobs that we like that aren't helping people, you mm-hmm. know, because it's capitalism. Mm-hmm. And so we don't respect the money that we earned. And then we go and like spend it on shit that we think is going to make us feel better Damn. about the work that we've done. And the cycle continues, you know, and that's like when you get things like people doing these Shein halls and God. um just like being susceptible to marketing and being like if I do this thing or if I have this thing or if I have this skincare routine it's gonna like solve all my problems mm-hmm. so if they're not working in a capacity where it's just so um individualist yeah then it's probably which goes back to you saying community too yeah I mean I do know for a fact that like having a community that takes care of each other mm-hmm. just be for the sake of taking care of each other you know yeah um those are the people who are the happiest and yeah. live the longest it makes sense yeah. everyone's looking out for each other and now we're like we live in a we live in a society <laughs> um no we live we just in like the the present time that we live in is so individualist because we're also like just being worked to the fucking bone Mm -hmm. you are so exhausted at the end of your day working these like ridiculous hours where you're underpaid um and underappreciated to the point where you don't have the energy to go be part of a community yeah and you don't have the the energy to do anything other than want to be like (laughs) i'm gonna spend my money on this bag yeah but totally yeah it's it's a conundrum because then you're like well i don't want to be living this life but then you only have so much control you can't like go back in time and like undo capitalism right but we are watching capitalism fail in front of our faces right now Mm -hmm. because if all of these billionaires have all the money then like none of us have any money to spend so then what Mm -hmm. there i saw a conspiracy that like billionaires are trying to hoard as much wealth right now before capitalism collapses and like the us regular people like revolt against them damn there's more of us than there are of them 
There's also more of us than there are of our like <laughs> militarized police force. Yeah. I think they the, have all th- of the weapons. <laughs> I, I know. I think that the militarized police force wasn't a mistake because this was inevitably going to happen. Fuck Liz, you're spitting facts today. <laughs> Liz smoked a little bit of weed earlier. <laughs> I'm not high anymore. Well, it's still but honestly when I'm high, sometimes I'm just like basically useless. Really? Yeah. The shit that you say to me when you're high, I'm like, she's on some big brain shit right now. <laughs> I'll get texts from Liz and I'm like, how high are you right now? She's like, yes. <laughs> That's how high. That's how high I am. I am. Uh, or I'll send her a TikTok and she's like, how high are you right now? Oh my God. You and Mr. Liz say that to me all the time. They're like, how, I'm like, I'm dying laughing at this. And they're like, how high are you? So my, my, uh, my top, my topic for conversation before we dive into the old mailbag. Yeah. Now that we're 16 minutes in the old mailbag arena. I don't care. Talk your shit, girl. Thanks. Um, is how, how do you feel about I'm going to ask the question and then I'm going to tell you the context. How do you feel about setting your friends up with other others of your setting your friends up together? Like it's a dangerous game. Okay. So here's, here's my thing. I'm editing this week. So I'll just remember to cut. I would only set them up if I really, really thought sincerely that they would like each other. Uh huh. Okay. And if they're mature enough to accept if something doesn't work out. Right. So that's, so this is my whole thing. It's like these two people that I have in mind right now Mm -hmm. are both very good people and very mature that if something happened, I would, I wouldn't feel like I needed to like choose sides, you know, or like couldn't talk about either of them because neither of them had come up in conversation to the other one until we had this conversation yesterday, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, but it's still risky because it's like if you set like you only it's like not really knowing someone until you live with them it's the same kind of thing with like you don't really know someone until you date them like what if you like set two people up that you think that you know really well and then one of them hurts the other one Mm -hmm. real bad like you're tied to that you know it's like referring someone to a job that oh my god yeah you know what i mean that is personal to me oh god (laughs) oh no (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's, ugh. See, that's why it's a gamble. Yeah, it's risky. It, it, like, totally depends on, like, the type of friends that you keep, and it depends on, like, their own emotional maturity. Because if they don't like each other and don't hit it off, that's, like, not a big deal. Mm Mm-hmm. But if they do like each other and start to hit it off, now you've opened a can of worms. And then something, like, happens. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So here's, here's the context. Um... I was hanging out with one of my guy friends yesterday and I'll tell you the names after I tell the story so that I can just like cut it out easily. But I was hanging out with one of my guy friends yesterday and we were just like talking about dating and I had suggested to him like one of my friends. I was like, oh, I really want you to meet so-and-so. Like, I think you guys would get along really well. And he was like, I saw you posted a girl. He was either on your story or on your feed. You were like sitting at a restaurant and I was like, I have no idea who the fuck you're talking about. Like, I'm sitting at restaurants with so many of my friends. I don't sit anywhere else. She really does. She's sitting at restaurants with her friends. Hard. Pretty often. I sit at, I that's, she, I prefer my butt to be in a restaurant chair. She's a butterfly. You know, you can't hold her back. She's got to. You got to let me fly. Mm-hmm. She's got to be with her girls. She's got to be with her pack. 
I have to be, I have to dress up kind of cute and have like a cute drink. So you're like, I'm not sure which one of my hot yeah. friends you're talking about. I was about. like, all my friends are beautiful. Um, You're going to need to give me a little it's bit true. more to work with. And so he finds the picture and I was like, oh my God, this couple would make so much fucking sense for so many reasons. And I got so fucking hyped about it. And I love both of them so much. But then I was thinking there are so many ways that it could go wrong. Just like things that are just out of anyone's control, you know, because you have to have like two people that like, you know, like any relationship. It's amazing to me that any relationship ever works out really because you have two adults. But like how much better would it be if they met through you Mm -hmm. versus like an app on an app? I mean, even though we both met our boyfriends on an app, but nobody likes to like it. But whenever I ask people, how'd you meet? They're always like. Bumble. <laughs> you know like nobody likes to admit it yeah i think it's a common thing i mean that i the the good thing about apps is there's like you can meet such great people that there is like literally no way you guys would have crossed paths because yeah. i was talking to mr liz about this when we were hanging out with a couple friends this weekend and i was like i don't think we would have crossed paths and he's like well we could have at um this bar that we would go to each of us would go to sometimes it's not like we were frequently there and right. I was like, okay, but let's say we were there at the same time. Would you have come up and talked to me? He was like, no. Yeah. Frank and I was and like, I, see? <laughs> Frank and I were in the, were at the same Seahawks game in the same zone. He was like two rows away from me. He was like two rows behind me at the same game. And so it's like you could cross paths with someone. He was two rows behind you at the same game? Mm-hmm. What year? Last year. That's insane. Yeah. When I went with. I got to do a selfie and he's like in the background. No, but well, I have a selfie and I have like I have pictures from the game. And so when we like really started hanging out, he was like, when I was looking at your Instagram, I note like that was the Panthers game. And I was like, yeah. And he was like, I was a few rows behind you. Plot twist. He's been planning us since then. Oh, my God. It's like Joe from you. Uh huh. (laughs) That would be heartbroken. That would be so scary. Well, (laughs) at what point are you like, what if he was like Joe from you, but like not not a killer yeah sorry if you haven't seen you yet that's kind of like the whole plot of it though you know i think i mean anybody that goes through any sort of like effort to get my attention i'm into that (laughs) (laughs) even if it's like maybe a little bit of like a concerning amount of effort anyways i don't think that's it but no it's definitely not but that would be that would be a plot twist we just needed to pontificate yeah Ooh. Good word, I don't know Liz. if that, is that a real word? Yes. And it's that was the word. correct use of it. Pontificate. Well, I'm like it was kind of the correct use of the word. Hot. Pontificating is kind of like, I'm pretty sure it's like um, you're bragging. Think, you're thinking about a thing. Oh, pontificate. Oh, did I use it incorrectly? No, then? I think you might have used it right, but I always thought maybe. Yeah, look it up. I could have used it incorrectly. That I only is, know it from a say anything song. Because to me, it sounds like ponder. Like yeah. You're, you're thinking about something. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I think it's pontificating. Pontific. I don't even the, the what's the root of that pontif. Pont to express <laughs> one's opinions in a way considered annoyingly pompous and dogmatic. So I did use it incorrectly, or maybe we were being annoyingly pompous. Who's to say? Uh, yeah, I mean, everyone. I'm sure we are being annoyingly pompous to some people, to a subset of people. Whatever. You know what? And that subset of people are real upset that you have gotten Botox and talked about it publicly. I was just about to say that, y'all. Oh, my God. I need to address. I need to address these people. This is the most On your behalf. Because, (laughs) of course, I love you. And, like, 
we're best friends. So, of course, I'm going to be like, fuck off. Yeah. But regard, I was thinking about this. Regardless, I would be equally as annoyed. Yeah. Because Amelia made what I would say is a very obvious joke to make about Botox where like when you mention you get it and people are like, you don't need Botox. And you're like, oh, it must be working. Yeah. Like you think that because it's working. (laughs) And so she posted this on TikTok and then reposted it to Instagram because that's what she does because she's a content creator. Um, And her content creator job is also a complete full-time side job in addition to her other full-time job. Anyways, all of that aside, (laughs) Instagram comments, like you think TikTok comments are bad and you think Twitter is bad, but then you get on Instagram and you see a funny video and you look at the comments and it is the dumbest shit you will ever see in your entire life. You're like, how did you even come up with such a bad take? Yeah. And why are you so mad about this? Like very dumb thing. And your TikTok or your um, video reminded me of this other video I saw of a girl like she's crying and she's like, I just ordered this drink from Starbucks and it's mostly ice. And uh, like she's clear. She's she's like, I've had a really bad day and this isn't like that big of a deal, but it is my final straw. And it's like funny and relatable because if you've had a really bad day and there's just like you're holding on for dear life so you're you're like it could still get better and then just something so small and insignificant happens that you're like I just I'm gonna cry about this because everything else in this day has sucked ass yeah and like so really I thought yeah I thought it was cute and funny and then I go to the comments and they're like there are literally there are dying kids in Africa and like people are losing their shit they're like this is like so white privilege and it's like <laughs> did you like watch the video deep. yes it's not that deep so then when this is happening on amelia's video there is a variety of just the dumbest fucking people like there are different layers there's like the bottom layer which is just like the stupid incel shit that you would expect to see of people just being like call me when you get other plastic surgery hurtner and then there's another level where people are like yeah um well botox no one needs botox we should normalize aging and then um another level of people who are just like so (laughs) they're just trying to they're so high and mighty they're like well botox is like bad for you and i don't know they're just gonna make your wrinkles worse after a while yeah like um or like just these levels of people who are upset about something that doesn't affect them in any way. And the thing that bothers me is like the holier than now people who are like, well, we should normalize aging. And it's like, yeah, we should, but it's not this one woman's job to fix everybody's insecurities and fix like just centuries of patriarchal capitalism and misogyny that's i'm sorry amelia can't fix that for you i would love to she i know we all would love to and how she wants to her face to look when she looks in the mirror every fucking day she gets to decide what she does Uh and i can guarantee you there are so many women just walking around with botox and you have no idea that they have it people are always like it's always you can tell it's like maybe if they're like 50 and they've never gotten it before because when you're 50 your head should be moving Uh you know Uh so and then even if it's preventative like 
sure it can only go so far because like it does weaken the muscle and if you're getting it constantly it's going to weaken the muscle faster so that's why it's good to really spread it out over when you first start you spread it out over time you switch back and forth between botox and disport and it weakens the muscle so if you're getting it all the time then the times that your muscles are working your wrinkles become even deeper so then you are like I feel like the three month thing is like a ploy just to get, get more money. money. Yeah. yeah. So it's kind of like the shampoo industry being like, you need to wash your hair every day. Rinse and repeat. Yeah. Because that's how it looks silky. And, and then we all learned like that's not good for your scalp. Yeah. And it's also not like not good for every hair type. There's like yeah. floor polish and certain shampoos. That, so anyway, any, regardless, like Amelia made a good point, too, which is like, OK, it's this is one small thing that people do that can be expensive to look younger that is the same thing that people do dyeing their hair yeah somebody that commented on the video and was like we should normalize people looking exactly how like they were intended to look you go to their profile they have like rainbow hair yeah and it's like were you born like that were you born with your rainbow i mean obviously it's different layers but like you could not you can't be that fucking dumb the hypocrisy that exists for women just like wanting to make a decision for themselves and then like the whole argument of like well you do this for men and it's like what what you said you're blaming a woman also for standards set by men that that's the same thing as like being a rape apologist i i think it's really annoying to like point fingers at a woman and make it her responsibility to fix like sexist standards yeah that she didn't even make in the first place and it's my fucking decision you know what i mean like i'm not telling y'all like get botox are you doing this in like celebrities comments first of all doing this at all commenting this in anyone's video is really weird it's corny as fuck and um like celebrities are getting plastic surgery to stay young that you know they've got us they've got us convinced it's botox and filler but it's not it's facelifts it's um blepharoplasty mm-hmm. it's chin liposuction mm-hmm. i'm not immune to any of it too you know like i've like looked at that stuff and been like oh i think this would be a nice way to help me age gracefully and while i may never do those things i can tell myself that maybe one day i will <laughs> yeah and who fucking cares besides you what also, you decide to do with your own face i i don't think that it is for men to be honest it's not to be like oh i hope men think i look like no. a fucking teenager forever no i think it's because like everyone has a hard time processing the idea of getting older mm-hmm. because you've never been older you've never been like yeah ha- you've never been closer to death every day that you age you know so it's it's it, it's something that we have spent well, just in our entire existence of humanity trying to process and make sense of and that's why religion exists anyways now i'm just like opening a can of worms no but you're <laughs> right down a rabbit hole it's it's all part of the same root you don't want to age because aging is scary it's scary and it is also, a gift. Don't get me wrong. It's a gift, but it is scary. It is. Not everybody gets older. But yeah, that doesn't mean that it's, yeah, like easy to process. Yeah, you're going to like lose your mobility. You're going to lose your sense of agency. And that is like just how it is. That's what happens when your body gets older. Yeah. So is it really that insane to for someone to get Botox? No. 
And it's also to try and preserve that sense of identity. It's just like not a big fucking deal. And then this. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease reddit post oh my god there was a reddit post okay so the subreddit is like spokesperson on this i'm just like sitting back and no i've thought about this so much and how much it annoys me there is this subreddit that is like about i think it's called instagram versus reality or something or whatever something like and that. this is like extremely edited posts like so obviously edited like they're editing their waist size and their like hip size to be just a proportion that nobody is. Nobody yeah. is naturally like that. No, and it's kind of like how Barbie, when they like measured her actual like sizes, is like, yeah, you would have severe back problems. No one has the ability to look like this. Um, anyways, it's like that. That's how severe this photo editing is. And they posted these still shots of Amelia from this. From this video. Okay, so the video was posted on TikTok. It probably has the auto beauty filter on, which it just automatically turns on. Yeah. And you're making content every day. So are you sitting here fucking looking at every setting? No. When and you I just had in my idea. car, just yeah. like the middle of the day, I had a thought and I was like, I'm going to record it for TikTok because that's part of my job as mm-hmm. a content creator. Anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, and not to mention how many people feel entitled to receiving content and think you're just like a, mach- a content machine created for their personal entertainment uh-huh. so anyways that aside <laughs> um she posts this on tiktok facts. and then to post it on instagram you have to put it through another app to remove the watermark because if you have the tiktok watermark on your instagram video it automatically is like demonetized it's not shown anywhere because they're com- they're directly competing with tiktok mm-hmm. so when you run it through this app it's automatically going to lose its integrity it's going to like drop a bunch of pixels and frame rates and then the and then, sound gets knocked off differently on it so i have to then put it into iMovie and and oh i didn't know the see, sound now bar there's on it and even more additional so then when you run it through again 
it's going to have even worse quality. So now you've run it through two different apps. Mm -hmm. And then when you post it on Instagram, it becomes even lower quality. So that is like where we're at with how this video looks. And then this person is taking screenshots of this video as if to be like, I got you. And we've all seen screenshots of a video. They're not like they're not crystal clear pictures. It's not CSI where you're like zoom in and it doesn't lose any of its like, (laughs) yeah, yeah. (laughs) Any of its visual integrity. So, um, they're like paused on these blurry shots of Amelia and they're, and then they like have a third picture and it's a screenshot of a professionally filmed video, Uh um, that she paid someone to do because she's like, Hey, while I'm being a content creator full time, maybe I should invest some of this money into having professionally filmed videos so I can have some nice content. So that's what she did. And then she posted that directly to Instagram. So when you're filming in a camera that has the ability to capture video in 4K and then you're reposting that video directly onto Instagram, it is going to be a high quality video. Um and they're taking screenshots of that and comparing them side to side of of this shitty video that you have run through two different apps now and like is on a front facing phone camera. Yeah, they're they're going to look different. Uh-huh. Great job, Sherlock. Yeah. So they're like, I think their whole point was like, oh, well, she's claiming that like her face looks like this from Botox, but it's actually a filter. And then most of the comments were like. This isn't for filters and like also like they made the, all of the points that I just made of like, OK, it has the auto setting. It's going to lose its quality if you're reposting it from another app. Mm-hmm. And now we know just how many apps it had to go through. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, she looks so much better in this last picture. And it's like, OK, well, these were taken like two days apart. So great job, Sherlock. Yeah, literally. They were very close they were together. Very, Within yeah. the same week, at least. And the, and the screenshots that this person chose, too, were fucking... Cr- like, th- he was like... It was... It very much so looked like my face was frozen from Botox, like, in the pictures that he chose. I'm assuming yeah. he's a he. when you're not being expressive, you're just smiling, so you have smile lines. Yeah, but, like, the in the first two no screenshots... No one's smiling, like... like- yeah totally (laughs) with their eyebrows all the way up and like their eyes squinted we're not doing that with our faces when we're smiling it's just or just like resting and this dude very clearly has personal beef with oh yeah you mentioned that amelia's rude where i've literally i bet i here's what i think probably happened he said some rude shit and then you clapped back probably and then he was like i don't like that yeah i right he oh that's actually probably exactly what happened because apparently when like i somebody addressed me about like the filter use i was like rude back and i'm never rude unless somebody's being a dick to me and most of the time i'm Mm -hmm. just making your mom jokes because i don't know also the beauty filter the beauty filter mostly just like um i i think it does more for your pores and Absolutely. not necessarily wrinkles. It just kind of evens your skin, t- yeah, your skin tone, and then um, that's about it. That's about it. You can chill. You still have wrinkles. You still look like a person. It's just if you don't want to put on makeup that day. So it was just really so. All of that aside, uh, like all of the logistics aside, and the points that I've made. At the crux of this is how much fucking time this person has spent just staring at Amelia's face (laughs) and like investigating it. 
Like that is objectively the weirdest shit. And this is when you need to check yourself and be like, hmm, I think I need to go the fuck outside. (laughs) Go the fuck outside. Go just sit in some grass. Let the sun beat down on you. Put your phone away and just like sit there for five minutes and be like, is this that big of a deal? (laughs) Because no, it's not. I love you so much. <laughs> I just, I'm so fucking annoyed and I needed to say it. No, you, I mean, it's, it's been an interesting last few days. Like truly. It's like people are so, like so big mad on this post. It had to have gotten posted on some incel page because the accounts that are commenting on this video on Instagram are so textbook. Like, you know, what? you know, what's so fucking dumb too. I bet it's because you make these other videos yeah. where you just read people's dating profiles out loud right i'm, I'm not even it's not, I, it's no original content like <laughs> however you want to interpret that probably says more about you and then yeah like seeing people mirror? comment like if your profile looks like that you're gonna be offended especially yeah. when the comments are like what a, what a shitty person yeah essentially mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. so it's automatically like going to like the dumbest fucking person you can imagine and like if you were like a skincare influencer no one would give a shit no honestly the talk talking about botox is like one of the top things on um the 30 plus skincare subreddit like botox is just a common thing people discuss yeah it's like hey how skincare people like how do you handle like this or how do you what products do you like that have like helped even your skin tone, whatever, just shit like that, because your skin at 30 is different than in your 20s. Yeah. <laughs> and like no one would give a shit if you were like some other type of influencer. No, probably not. I think it's I don't know, like why people are so like obsessed with the idea of like getting someone. You know what I mean? Like they like all of these comments the reddit post like all of it is such like a gotcha you know like we see what you're doing it's a fucking filter it's like like you said go outside like why why are you spending your energy on this i don't don't remember the creator who's like kim kardashian you know i'm talking about she's like a beauty influencer and she (laughs) had this like mascara incident where people are like yeah she like did a partnership with this mascara brand and then people are like i think she added some false eyelashes on and she did. I, I, But she never addressed it. No. And you shouldn't. Like, because that's fucking dumb. If you're the... They're like, well, she lied to people. And it's like, okay, well, you're being lied to every fucking day. This girl's just trying to get her bag. Yeah. Like, don't be mad at people. Be mad at corporations. Be mad at the people who are in charge. This person is not in charge. Amelia is not in charge. No. Of, like... Anything. If patriarchy <laughs> exists or not. Yeah. You know? I'm just a... You I'm can't just do a, that. I'm just a girl. Yeah, she's just a girl. Just doing she's my just, best out here. Yeah, most people are out here doing their best. So this girl is doing her fucking best. And the fact that you're lied to every fucking day and you're not as outraged about that as you are at this one individual person just like trying to make ends meet. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe it's because like Have it feels more like comfortable to or it feels less hopeless to yell at an individual than it is to like go out and try to make a difference in the world. I think it's also a lot of just like 
people wanting to be mad. Like the arguments I was seeing about the mascara thing too. They're like, well, she lied and that's bad. (laughs) I'm just like, uh, yeah, you're just trying to justify you being outraged about something that is like honestly pretty low stakes. Did we talk about this last week? The stuff with Julia Mazur, um, the, I don't know who that is. She was the one that um, that one like trad wife guy <laughs> would like posted about when she was like, "Here's what I do on a Saturday when I'm 29 and single." Oh yeah, we did. I think maybe we did. I don't think I we remember. I don't think maybe we, we talked, talked about it all on the pod, but I think yeah. we, we talked about it before we recorded. Yeah. What uh, Matt Walsh posted her video, and all she did was like say she went to the Beyonce concert and, and watched reality TV. Yeah, and then like. She's not saying anything negative about people who are married with kids. Like, people document their life with a husband and kids every fucking day. So, like, why are you this mad that other people are just documenting their life? Yeah, right. She also didn't say, I don't want those things. She's like, I don't have that in my life right now. And here's what I did. That's the, and She's also like, I don't ever want these things. She's like, I don't have kids yet and I'm not married. So, like, here's how I spent my weekend. Yeah, it's it's the perfect example of like it's the same kind of thing when like, you know, somebody's like, do you prefer cats or dogs? And if you say cats, they're like, why do you fucking hate dogs? It's like, no, I never said that. Like, I didn't say that. I'm speaking. And then Matt Walsh was like, well, I was pointing out how like this is not a good thing. And it's like, well, to who you're married with kids? Like, why are you so mad about it? Are you trying to marry this girl? Yeah. (laughs) And um. Then, you know, his incel following group are, like, going to dogpile onto this girl. And, like, the overall sentiment, though, is these are the type of men who are going to, they're going to die alone. Like, I hate to say it, like, there are so many studies and statistics that show that, like, the way that men have a better, longer lifespan is by having a wife. And the way that women have that level of happiness and like live a better life is by being single in their old age and and oftentimes childless <laughs> so like the studies are in our our support and then they're I think they're just really upset because they're realizing there's no one who is going to date them yeah because instead of like face these difficult things some people are just never going to get to that level where they are able to sit with the things that they don't like about themselves mm-hmm. So they're never going to be able to get to that point. And there just aren't any women who are willing to date them. Women are getting, getting to a point where they're like, um, I think this whole thing has maybe been a scam. And I like don't actually know if I want that. Yeah. And also just not wanting to be treated like shit. Like we saw we sat here and watched our moms typically like also have full time jobs and ha- also have to keep house. Mm-hmm. Like literally doing like five full time jobs and getting zero respect and then being exhausted yeah just their entire lives the rest of their lives because they were sold a lie it's it's fascinating watching these men like realize they're losing grasp of control that they never had Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like it's it's but like they like they think that they have control or at least within their little groups of each other they think that they have control and then yeah. when they see somebody speaking out like, oh, yeah, like I had a good day today and like I am not dating anyone. It's like, what do, what do you mean? 
Like, you can't have a good day without us. It's like, wh- where, Actually, where is this all come? Like, relax. I've had so many good days without it's you. It's one person, you know? Yeah. But she got a Rolling Stone article out of it, so. Good for her. She deserved it. Who's winning? She deserves the clout. Julia is. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, I saw someone explaining, too, that... These types of men who are complaining and like outraged about this type of thing and saying you're going to die alone or have fun dying alone. That's because that's what they're afraid of. Yeah. They're afraid they're going to die alone because that's why they value that. They put value on that. Yeah. And if you are a woman and you're afraid of dying alone and you just like don't have any faith in your dating life, this is where you also need to refocus and readjust how you're thinking of this and think about the community you are building. Mm-hmm. Like, how are you honoring and fostering that community of friends that you have? Yeah. And that's that. And like also family. You know what? I did want to talk about this, but I might as well bring it up right now. Someone recently we were talking about like they they were like, Liz, do you want to have kids or have you thought about having kids? And I was like, I've thought about it. Like, who hasn't who who hasn't thought, thought about, about yeah. having kids? And I was like. Um, I don't know. I was like, I don't really want kids right now, but that doesn't mean I'm, that doesn't mean I'm not open to changing my mind in the future. And I also realized like I'm not precious. So then they were like, I was recently asked, how do you want kids in your life? Which is such a good question. Just because if you maybe don't want kids yourself, doesn't mean you, you hate kids or you don't want them in your life. You right, know? right. Like, I would love to be someone who is there to, like, support my friends and family while they have kids. And that's how I want kids in my life. Yeah. Or I'm also not precious with, like, if I decide I do want kids, I don't really feel particular about if I want to have them myself or if I want to adopt kids. Mm-hmm. Um, Because, to be honest, I don't really want to put my body through those physical uh trials that makes sense it's a lot in some ways you know i'm curious about the experience but yeah. i'm like do i want to do that <laughs> right now the answer is no <laughs> um so i thought that was a good way to think of it and i also saw someone on reddit ask um if like they asked for people who had parents or had a mom who was over 40 when they gave birth to them, like what their childhood experiences were like. Cause they were like, I'm in my thirties and like, are you just, you know, you're running out of time mm-hmm. a little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you want to have, if you like want to like biologically give birth, there is a time limit. You yeah. Know? Right. You can't ignore that. But, um, so she was just asking for like affirmation and like wanted to hear, either positive or neutral stories, but everyone was so positive. They were like, my mom was over 40 when she had me and it was the best experience because she wasn't trying to like fix her own childhood. That's, you know, people who have kids really young tend to do that. They're going to be like, I want to be the parent that my parents never had. Totally. And that's not to say like, I don't think everybody in their twenties does that obviously. No, but a lot of, nor is it like a bad thing if they do. Yeah. A lot of people don't think that deeply about having kids it's Mm -hmm. just like oh i want to have kids because like that's just what i'm supposed to be doing yeah and then they're like oh i actually don't think i want this yeah or deciding to jump into a relationship and rush things because they want to have kids Mm -hmm. um so my mom was over 40 when she had me and that's the exact experience i mean she's like 
that you, Such you know a remarkable who you are mom. at that point. Yeah, totally. And totally. how you want to show it for your kids. Yeah. Because at that point you have lived enough of your life where you're just like, you've just really grown into who you are. You are very authentic. Like yeah. with each passing day, I feel so much more authentic to who I truly am than I did in my twenties. Your twenties is a time for like exploration yeah. And it's Being easy lost. to start to feel lost. Yeah. yeah. Cause you're like, I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. Uh huh. Yeah. So many things have been told to me and I don't know if I like any of them. I will say this whole like Botox gate, I'm just going to call it that <laughs> because it makes me feel important. This whole Botox gate has like really like the dog piling in whatever like amount that it's been hasn't really affected me like it's like what the fuck ever like these people don't know me I don't give a fuck but it has like kind of made me like look introspectively about getting older and like like how I feel about like aging and Mm -hmm. like I was in Joanne Fabrics yesterday because I was buying more yarn because I have a problem um I started crocheting y'all which is also a part of getting older I guess Anyway, I was enjoying fabric. <laughs> being like, oh, I kind of do enjoy this. Yeah, oh, it's the best. Uh, honestly, I do think that is part of getting older because I used to make fun of my mom for how much she loved baskets. And now I love baskets. I just bought a basket for my yarn. In an unironic way. Oh, like, it's the I best. Just, I love I, a good basket. Same. I love a good basket. Um, But like I was in line at Joanne Fabrics and there was a girl in there with her dad and she was like stunning and like maybe like 22 you know and I was just like wow she's about to learn so much about herself and it was the first time I'd like noticed myself being like I'm someone's elder in this room and like they have like having that like wow like live it up kiddo you know that kind of experience and it made me kind of sad I was like I've always said I've been saying like it's a blessing to get older you know and like not everybody gets to do that Mm -hmm. but it's also like you hit a certain age that, and we've said this since the beginning, as women, you start to feel like you lose value, like societally after a certain age. You And you're told this like from the beginning. Yeah. This is ha- how you're taught. And uh, like, I really get so irritated around the conversation of being 30, being in your 30s, being a woman in your 30s. It's so fucking annoying. And like... Yeah. Even like just seeing people in their twenties treat thirty your thirties like <laughs> you're like getting old. Yeah. And l- listen, people in their thirties are not trying to be twenty nope. again. And nope. it's also not old. <laughs> no. I need you to get to this age and realize how not old you are. Yeah. Uh, old is like eighties. <laughs> yeah, true. I think that I'm I'm having it in like a viewpoint of the industry that I am in with content creating and being like old in that sense that I don't think that I expected to like really start hitting me until therapy (laughs) where I was like, why do I put value on being young? Like, well, because everybody does. Uh huh. But in terms of like, why is 29 one thing and 30 is another thing? And it's Mm -hmm. like, Oh, I can't say I'm in my twenties anymore. And that's just it. It's just being able to say I'm not in my, I like, oh yeah I'm in my 30s like I can't say I'm in my 20s which is a lot more like from like a success standpoint personally like whenever I would tell people how I think I've said this in in the past in the podcast but whenever I would be like oh I'm like 25 people would be like oh my god you've done so much by 25 and now it's like you're I'm 30 it's like oh that makes sense you're so established you know like it's like because you've you've been 
doing it for longer. But you know what? That's fucking annoying because men would never get that. Uh Uh-uh. Never. When a man is 30 and like doing well, everyone wants to shake his fucking hand. Why is that? Um, Well, because this is how like they keep women like under their control. And that's why people are up in arms about women in their 30s because um, women in their 30s are smarter than they were in their 20s. Yeah, knowledge is they're, power. They're smarter. Their brain is done developing. They're so much more comfortable and confident in who they are and like what they want mm-hmm. that they're not as easy to manipulate. My therapist and I had a really like serious conversation last week about this kind of thing because I was like telling her like, I see these girls in their teens and their twenties and we were talking about clothing specifically. And like, um, I was like, I, yeah, I realized like, I don't want to dress like a 20 year old, you know? Yeah. Um, and that's just kind of how the conversation started. Like how 20 year olds are like, Oh, low rise jeans. Uh And I'm like, no, no, I'm not doing that. And I also, you can do that. Yeah. I don't need to do that. You, I, I, I don't need to, try and look 20 first of all um and then she was telling me about some of the like students at her son's school apparently kids don't have dress codes anymore oh so girls will like show up in a sports bra and like a t-shirt or like a button down over it and sure that is a cute outfit i will i'm like all in support of cute outfits but then the older you are especially your 30s and up you have seen some shit mm-hmm. by this time in your life. You have probably been sexually assaulted mm-hmm. because it just, it happens to everybody. Yeah. <laughs> and like we've said before, just like, just because maybe you have like experience that doesn't mean it was necessarily traumatizing to you. Mm-hmm. Um, so not trying to make it too serious or too light, but by this point in your life, in your thirties, you have experienced yeah. some shit. Yep. And that's why it's so hard to, like, sometimes see younger people, like, I don't know, like... Showing parts. Like, yeah, I want them to feel sexually empowered in a way that we never got to experience. Yeah. But knowing that it is still not the level of safety that they need and deserve uh-huh. in just, especially in this climate, is... Like it makes me so emotional and sad and worried and angry. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I'm like, yeah, you should be able to wear whatever the fuck you want. Yep. And I mean, we still can't though, you know, it's like, mm-hmm. you still hear the whole well, like, well, what was, what was she wearing? Trope. Yes. Of, yes. Like every and sort of is, assault. Ugh. It's ridiculous. But it's like, I watch so much like pred patrol stuff now on YouTube of like people like posing as 14 year old girls and like, mm-hmm. you know, like cornering these men and like the sh- it, it's so the they fight they hit these guys so fast because they're just waiting for like mm-hmm. like a 14 year old to like slightly sexualize themselves yes. so they can jump on it well because the the whole thing like in the brooke shields documentary too is like if a girl if a child you know a young person like of course i want these people to feel sexually empowered but also do you need to be expressing your sexuality at a young age? Like, shouldn't you have the time to figure that out yourself rather than have this like blasted in your face mm-hmm. of like, this is what a woman is and this is how women feel and look. And yeah. like, um, how much of it is a ploy by the patriarchy to get these 
younger people to be like dressing like adult women who Mm -hmm. fully understand their sexuality and fully understand consent and like feel confident saying no and things like that. Like they're taking advantage of girls. Mm -hmm. Um, but, and dressing like even models and stuff like dressing up young people as adult women makes people think that they're they want to be sexualized yeah that they know what that means that they are um adults who are conscious of the decision that they're making mm-hmm. that's why there's an age of consent because like you can you know think yeah. that you're like you know, like, oh, yeah, like, I want to look sexy and I want attention. But, like, they don't really understand what that means at those mm-hmm. ages. Like, they just don't. Well, and fashion is going to f- be fashion, you yeah. know? Yeah, you, totally. You want to be trendy and you can't control the trends, and like, it's necessarily. Just the amount of these men that get caught in these, like, sting operations of, like, finding these predators that are, like, well, like, she said that she wanted it. And so, like, I would never force her to do anything. Like, it was completely up to her. And it's, like, you don't, you, like they put the like burden of choice i guess on somebody who's doesn't really understand like why they're doing what they're doing because they're in a society where like it's there's like there's like no sexual sexuality. education no and it's also like se- like being sexual is a currency at like i remember thinking at a very young age like being like a huge britney spears fan at age like 6 i was like oh i want to wear like a, a, a nothing she yeah, a little crop <laughs> yeah. top and like a little skirt because like that's sexy you know like i'm aware of that because of how i've just like been taking an information from society and, and you yeah exactly the information from society is that male approval is currency mm-hmm. um and then you get to an age in your later 20s and your 30s where you realize that that the approval of men is a fleeting currency it's abusive um Mm -hmm. and it keeps you in a position of submission so we do see you know these younger people who are like i'm a hot young republican girl and then it's like okay well you've witnessed that the approval of men ensures safety Mm -hmm. and this is how you're just gonna act it out and i'm not gonna blame women for like this is how this is just what it is we're all doing our best you know yeah we're all doing our best to like navigate our way around patriarchy yeah so it's not great (laughs) right but it is what it is what it is like yeah yeah we're all just operating i mean this also ties back to like the botox conversation you know Mm -hmm. it's like oh yeah it all goes together it all goes (laughs) like and it's like i mean we're not we just made the point too that like i'm not getting botox to like for male approval but at the end of the day the like, uh, youth is currency youth is currency the like the automatic thought of being like you do this for a man is like proof enough that men are at the center of everything and, oh like, yeah and if they aren't they're gonna make sure they're there uh-huh yeah they want to make it about them yeah because even when you're like this is the percentage this is the rate that women are sexually assaulted at and they're like well men are sexually assaulted too and it's like well no one was saying that they weren't yeah right Okay, this is just more of an an epidemic than it is for you. There's just so many different layers. And then I'm also thinking about the level of fear that pea-brained dudes have about being like um, 
falsely accused of sexual assault oh it's my like that God. should only be a concern of yours if you're seeing what consent is and realizing maybe you haven't been going about this mm-hmm. in a respectable way yeah and perhaps even legal way <laughs> but i don't know like you you shouldn't normal dudes don't worry about that like i don't know any man who's like i'm so worried of being falsely accused of rape i know a few and they're all they're all dudes that not rapes, but like they're all dudes that have definitely like sexually like harassed somebody in public that are like, I just don't want to be falsely accused. And it's like, okay, like you're well saying, then don't then don't like, do change it. your behavior. Yeah. <laughs> right. Ma- maybe you should sit here and think, hmm, I think I'm afraid of this because I don't see women as people. Right. So then when they on the rare occasion that they are seen as people. <laughs> I'm worried that won't go well for me. <laughs> Only 10% of women who are sexually assaulted come forward. Mm-hmm. And an even smaller percent, I think it's like, what, 1% to 5% of, of those cases? Of that 10%. Yeah, yeah. Are even like held accountable for that. So yeah. considering how much sexual assault is happening, happening every single day, the likelihood of you being falsely accused of anything is probably close to zero. Yeah. Oh, have you been following this Danny Masterson case? Yeah, I was just thinking about that. Yeah. I think that the consequences of assault need to be more severe because that's the only way people learn. Yeah. Or well, that's the only way stupid people learn is if they learn that there's consequences. That that reminds me, there is um I can't remember what it is, but it's a chart that shows the level of like understanding, like becoming a good person essentially. And as a child, you learn when behavior is harmful or bad because you experience consequences. Mm-hmm. You know, you get put in timeout. for hitting somebody and that's how you learn that like physical violence is not an acceptable way to go about resolving your problems or expressing your feelings um but so many adults don't make it past that point of understanding that harmful actions have have consequences unless they're receiving consequences Mm -hmm. so that's why i think that people who um sexually assault people should um be sterilized <laughs> oh yeah i'm i'm half joking um <laughs> guillotined <laughs> yeah j- like dick d- dick guillotine dick yes um if it's only hands chop off their hands um there needs to be much more severe consequences yeah, for sexual assault and like less severe consequences if somebody just like had a couple of j's in their backpack <laughs> dude yeah like victimless crimes it's yeah fucking ridiculous. victimless crimes we need to we need to take another look at yeah we do like robbery yeah of a store please, yeah please don't rob people don't rob unless individuals it's a, unless it's a very like rich and or and or a terrible individual you know and don't rob like mom and pops no yeah they're but doing like, the best rob a walmart yeah you can steal from target they yeah. even said that steal steal from when like target got movies. looted target was like I mean, the, us getting looted isn't the isn't the issue here. Yeah, that was great PR for them. Uh huh. I was like, I'm doing well, all I mean, my shopping at Target. Target's headquarters are based in like Minneapolis, uh-huh. which is like a very yeah liberal place. Yeah, and Minnesota's where like the Black Lives Matter marches were really like popping off at the time mm-hmm. too. 
anyways now that we didn't we, get to any mailbag no i was just looking i was like holy shit we just went you have been spitting facts today i was thinking while we were talking i was like i love when i can have these conversations with you because you're just immediately in the conversations with me uh-huh it's not me having these thoughts and then like fumbling over my words trying to explain them to somebody like i had this thought the other day and then trying to explain it yeah 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 where like i don't know yeah Having a having another friend who just can like follow the pace of a conversation is so lovely. And oh. I hope all of you experience that someday. <laughs> oh, I just love you. I I've love just you been too. like looking at you while you're talking, like, she's so smart. Oh, maybe it's because I'm wearing glasses today. I mean, I mean maybe. You've been like really spitting <laughs> big facts. I'm like sitting Thank back. You. Every time I say anything, I'm like, you know what? No. I love having these yeah. I just love having these conversations with you. Fuck yeah. And I love that like you're I don't know. They're a discussion. Yeah. Instead of me just trying to explain this thought I had. This is a Socratic seminar, the, the holy hour. Um, I regularly, every time I go to the gym, my gym owner, he, I can tell he just like wants to have, he's probably listening right now. Hi. Um, he's lovely. Go to Tribe Fitness in Capitol Hill Fuck in Seattle. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, free but ad. He wants to always have like some kind of philosophical discussion about patriarchy. Um, hell yeah and he's like i really like that your podcast like it kind of has a different approach on things sometimes and i'm like well yeah on a podcast you have like the space to have a discussion whereas on like a lot of the times we don't see nuance in conversation the nuance in conversations on online is completely completely lost Mm -hmm. and on purpose Mm -hmm. like everybody like jumping into your botox video and getting so upset about it zero nuance no nuance no sense of humor, no ability to like think of things in different types of ways. They're just like <laughs> aging is normal. It's like, uh, yeah, okay. Yeah. It so always I- has been. You're not coming up with a a new idea here. Right. But um I just we, don't want my forehead to move, bitch. Yeah. We're all able to have move on. Nuanced conversations. Yeah. And I just I want to make more space for that. I love that I love that our listeners are also able to understand how much nuance is in everyday life. Yes. And not be able to like, you know, they're not getting upset about that. Even if they disagree with us, they're always so respectful. Yeah. And like, even we have been like, oh, I hadn't considered that. Totally. And that's the way to have a conversation too. Like, I how- just wish everybody could do that with each other. I know. Of just like. It would be so much more peaceful. We We all have the ability to have a nuanced conversation. You just can't like charge into something being like i'm right Mm -hmm. misery loves company yeah you can make space for many things many facts and truths to exist at the same time Mm -hmm. and also maybe ask yourself if you disagree with something because maybe you feel a little guilty or shamed about that thing that's the moral of today's episode yeah look inward yeah look inward the Um, reflection hour and then maybe next week will be the mailback episode. <laughs> so if you want to write us emails, now's we, the time to do it. We have we have some mail that we are like <laughs> sitting on and wanting yes, to talk we about. We want to talk about it. Every week we're like and then we'll read an email and then we just run out of time because uh, you you just listen to it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You just listen to why we didn't get to the mail for the, uh-huh. last, the last few weeks. Yeah. Or can only squeeze in like a small one. That's what she said. Hey. 
All right. Should we wrap? Yeah. <laughs> this will be an interesting edit. I'm excited to see what you say. I know. I I'll, know. I can't wait to get high and listen to it. Fuck yeah. <laughs> ha- I, yes. Honestly, it is so fun to be. I wonder how many of our listeners listen to our podcast when they're high. Because it is so fun to be high and forget what we talked about. Because these are like, again, the conversations that we have every day. These are the kinds of mm-hmm. thoughts I have in my head constantly. Yeah. So I can't remember what I've said out loud. So then when I'm listening back, either just because I'm, you know, Amelia's edited, so I'm giving it a listen, or if I'm editing, yeah, I'm like, wow, damn, they're so bright. <laughs> yeah, like, fuck, these bitches are funny. Yeah, I forget it's us. Oh, it's us. <laughs> yeah, that's the same experience I have. I'll listen in the car like it's like all brand new. It's such a good feeling to be like, I like myself and I would be friends with me. Totally. I, You know what? Everybody should start a podcast. Start a podcast. Start a podcast. Everyone already has started a podcast. They really have. All right. Well, we love you. We love you, our children. Wow, you hit so many different octaves of that harmony. Thank you. That was beautiful, Liz. I was gonna say you hit so many different octaves. It's like. Yeah, you hit those. You hit octaves. You do be singing. You those were you notes. Are making sounds. Yep, those were Absolutely. those were noises. Good work. <laughs> <laughs>